Talking to Todd after dark. Here we go. <laughs> levels, levels. Levels, levels. I uh, I hope we didn't get another assignment from Jake again this week. Interestingly enough, we did. Really? What? Okay, so what would he like us to do this week? He requested that we read The Great Gatsby and then talk about it for 10 or so minutes next week and then post the episode no later than December 1. What? This is starting to sound like Jake is just outsourcing his homework to us. It may be his daughter's homework. That's <laughs> actually, <laughs> but I'm sure that's not the case. Sure. No, uh, I think he's just trying to give us ideas for content. Although. Although, although what? Well, you know, now that you mention it, he did ask for our podcast to be double spaced. With uh, footnotes. Oh, okay. Well. The footnotes we can do. Oh, yeah. We know how to do those. That was a reference to our previous show. Hi, toddlers. Welcome to Talking to Todd. It's a weekly podcast with Dwayne Johnson and Todd Prince, where failure is always an option. Homework, apparently, also an option. Oh, thanks for joining us. Hey, Todd. Hey, how's it going? Pretty good. Ref tonight, so pretty good. How are you? I'm doing okay. So if in the recording of this show, I start booing and telling you you suck, it won't be the first time tonight. <laughs> missing a good podcast here bud <laughs> can't say i've been missing it i'm trying to decide whether or not you're referring to the fans or the conversation that i had with amy earlier today i left it purposely vague <laughs> sort of we... a choose your it's sort of a choose your own adventure joke so we've been working this isn't anywhere on the rundown i don't know why the addition continues to progress the electricians showed up today to put the lights on the outside of the house on the deck and he shows me a hand drawing of the five lights and where they're supposed to go and i went Seemed like there were supposed to be six. He's like, well, I've got extras. You just got to let me know. At which point I reached out to Amy. Hey, five or six. And where were we putting them? She was like, I don't have time to deal with this right now. I trust you. You decide. And I'm like, hey, you don't. I want to make sure that you're absolutely good with whatever I decide. I want absolute clarification on this. Here's what my plan is. Yeah, that's fine. I don't have time to deal with this. You just do it. Okay, but let's just be clear. <laughs> you're not fine with whatever I decide. Ever. Just I'm just throwing that anyway. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna defend. Whoa, whoa. All right, look. 
Not that Amy needs me to defend her, but I'm going to step up and defend her. Okay. Because it's not that she doesn't like the choices you make all the time. It's only when you disagree with her. <laughs> it's a difference. There is a, it's a distinction without a difference. Honestly, pick the choice she wants and you're good. <laughs> that's, that's fair. That's yeah. That's it's not that hard. It's not that hard. Yeah. What's behind door number two, Bob? I, <laughs> you know, you're lucky though that she said that because <clears throat> had had you needed me to do something like that, where and where did you want to put him? I would just sort of said, I don't have time for this. We decided outside of the house. <laughs> Send. <laughs> oh, the instructions so were clear. They, they really, yeah, they really were. Say, speaking of toddler number one, yeah. she loved last week's show. Really. Yeah. I know you guys say they can't all be winners. That was actually a winner. <laughs> she also, during the space junk yes. discussion, here she sits on the other side of the truck. Space junk keeps falling on my head. <laughs> yep. <laughs> how, about, how about Lisa? Yeah, so <clears throat> got some feedback from Lisa. and I got a bone to pick with you. This is so <clears throat> Dwayne, when we had the discussion two weeks ago and you said there's been three weeks and nobody has seconded Lisa's motion. Yes. And I clearly said when we recorded Lisa's my wife, and I will second her motion. You then cut that out of the episode and made it sound like. <laughs> That I didn't. <laughs> and what I'm going to say is that wasn't cool, dude. <laughs> because I got some feedback that I was supposed to second that motion. I don't and think you did. I, uh, you say no, I, I cut no, it no, out. I, that was you clearly say I cut it out. <laughs> it was clearly in the edit because otherwise, because oh, you're in trouble. This is what happened oh. in the car. This is what happened in the car. If you didn't, you're dead to me. <laughs> so what I'm telling you is that's on you for cutting out what I clearly said that nobody got to hear. Oh, yes. In that case, yes. yes. There we go. I'm big, huge nod that nobody can see. Yes. yes. That's definitely what that's happened. Definitely Ab what oh, happened. absolutely. Clearly what happened. So I, I'm I can't actually... Yes, I don't know so why I could have possibly thought it any other half, any other way. I mean, I know we were long and you were looking for something to make it sh the show shorter, but dude, come on. So in actuallys, uh, there was a second to the motion and the motion is on the table. So it's now open for voting. <laughs> um, actually. Yes. 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 Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Ooh. Yeah. Anyway, that oh, was boy, feedback. That was... And um, actually that was, ooh, that was bad for me. Luckily, there was a clear explanation for it that we've now cleaned up. <clears throat> How's that camper sleeping? It's cold. It's cold right now. Sherry sent us 88 cents. Okay. The continuing high family sponsorship. And she also wanted to clarify, she is only a sponsor. She is not a listener. She is a reluctant listener that is forced to listen when they're on road trips together. <laughs> Thank you. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see, uh, D Doug from the Idiot Toddlers. 
during the door purchase story, you're pretty deep into the story when you say, quote, I'm starting to regret this decision, end quote. You're either a master of comedic understatement or you, my friend, are idiot number 73 in this episode. <laughs> I also can't imagine why it cannot be both. I was going to say that's, yeah, I don't think they're mutually exclusive. (laughs) Also, if you noticed when you were reading your idiot story, you said Dateline Miami, Florida, and I said, hello. That's something that the idiots do on their podcast. Mm. One of them says a city and the other one says, hello. Hello. So that was that was absolutely a drop in. That was a hundred percent for Doug. <laughs> did you hear from Jesse? Yes, I did. Actually, Jesse was uh, Jesse was happy with the uh, with the episode. Said it made him laugh out loud. Uh, and then I said, "Are you were you listening to our podcast?" Just <laughs> <laughs> that would be spit take number one. Whew. Okay, little. By the way, I'm just a little bit behind the scenes. I'm just going to share this with everybody. I mean, we've talked about this before, but this is this is starting to be a thing. So Dwayne, while, while recording, Dwayne usually has an adult beverage with him. I mean, I, I've got, I got my Diet Pepsi. Dwayne, Dwayne, what do you have tonight? This is Sheffield and Clark bourbon. Okay. And uh, I am, not only am I drinking it, it also nearly came out my nose. <laughs> bourbon up the nose. I love wow. their first I love their first album. That was <laughs> groundbreaking. <laughs> I think they sold out on their second one, but the first one. Oh yeah. Bourbon up the nose. Oh. What I was going to yes. say is Dwayne has an adult beverage usually while we're recording. And while we try to put on a good show and we have a rundown and everything, to be real clear, my goal is to Make sure to drag uh, any story or joke out long enough until Dwayne starts taking a drink and then see if I can get him to spit his drink out <laughs> multiple times a show. That's that's the entertainment I get from this. <laughs> Everything else that we happen to record is great, but the spit takes are really the goal here. <laughs> I think we've I, th- I think I think it's absolutely clear that this is almost entirely for our own entertainment <laughs> and anybody else that gets any entertainment out of it. That's a bonus. And we appreciate you and we're glad you like it and continue to listen. But yeah, my, uh, that was spit take number one. Thanks, my, man. My overall goal is that we're going to need to use all of the sponsorship money for a year to buy Dwayne a new microphone because his got too wet. <laughs> Does this sound right? No, <laughs> it's a little bourbon logged. That's uh, that's why I have a pop filter when I really probably don't need one on this microphone. I need a pop filter, though. See, yes, with, for your Pepsi. <laughs> All right, we show we yourself derailed, out. We derailed this enough. Are we? We're at uh, oh crud. We're at corrections, and it looks like there's some stuff we need to clean up. Yes. Okay. So time for a real. Um. Actually. Technically, so last week's show title was. I brought 72 idiots. Yes. Which, by the way, got an eye roll for Lisa. (laughs) 
when she saw the show title? When we said it on the podcast, I brought 72 idiots. I believe you only said I brought 72. I said I brought my standard three, and you said I brought 72. Got you it. did not technically. Say 72 idiots. Um, actually. Yes, you did not say the word idiot. So I uh, just want to clean that up for those jackals out there that want to criticize us anyway. Um, and then there were two clippy related kinds of cleanups. Okay. Just two. <laughs> uh, at one point you said complimentary. <laughs> I did. Yes. And I just kept running going. I just, <laughs> I didn't I was, even break stride. <laughs> you really, you really didn't. You just blew right on through it. And I was what? wondering what the first time I mangled the word, I stopped, put a lantern on it. We had fun. The second time you just keep moving on because right. <laughs> otherwise we're never going to get through this episode. Right. I was just wondering what I could do with my complimentary socks. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. those are socks that make you look good. They, they compliment you. <laughs> hey, Dwayne, looking good today. Thanks. Socks. Thanks. Socks. They're complimentary. <laughs> uh, and then second, secondly, I believe you said, fictitional and i believe you said it twice yeah and i was wondering uh if if clippy was going to pop up are you trying to say fictitious i said what i said you heard it okay you said and you said it twice thanks eli anyway yeah so there are just a couple of clip i thought clippy would have been clippy would have really been helpful in this <laughs> instance had clippy just popped up and said hey i think you're trying to say fictitious the third time clippy came up popped up though to correct me when i knew darn well that i was completely screwing it up clippy would have no longer been installed on the computer did you like clippy in the car with us that was nice yes yes let's see follow up there is oh boy there's a lot of stuff here uh blonde was heavily fictionalized Mm. you were wondering about that i was uh and amy said she read an article about exactly how fictionalized it was heavily. And that's why she refuses to watch it. I, I read the history versus Hollywood website that we've referenced before. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there was somebody named Marilyn Monroe and, Oh, wow. (laughs) Wasn't even really her name. So exactly. Yeah. (laughs) Truthy. We made money last week. Uh, As you may or may not know, the Chicago Bears have a quarterback. Yes. Well, they did. (laughs) They, yeah, they, yeah, they did until they ran him a little too much. But the over under for rushing yards for Justin Fields for this week was 60. And I took the over. And he made it. I bet $5 of our DraftKings money and cleared $9.15. So we are back into double digits. We now have $12 in the bank. So just trying to move that money back up so we got some real money for our annual Super Bowl prop bet edition. I believe you would have also made money if you would have taken on the, if you would have taken the over on, 0.5 0.5 shoulders separated by uh, the quarterback in the game. 
the answer was one. Yes. yes. Yeah. 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 I think you would have also made money if you would have taken the over on the number of times the offensive coordinator would have asked the quarterback to do a running play after he separated his shoulder. <laughs> that was also one. That was also one. And and after they called the timeout so that he could recover from his separated shoulder <laughs> and then still decided to run the ball. What what do you run? Did what we, do you run, bud? <laughs> did we jump already already ahead to idiots? Because it feels like that. Nope. 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 Okay. Because if we did, then we can't cover ours. So we didn't. Oh, then we did not. Definitely, yeah. definitely <laughs> did not. What else do you, what do you have on this list? A week or two ago I talked about how Qatar was paying fans to show up at the World Cup and may or may not spy on fellow people. <clears throat> anyway, yes. shockingly. Along with going back on the whole beer sales a couple of days before and backtracking on a whole number of promises, three days before the event began, some of which, some of while people who were already paid were going to get a, the, they got tickets to the opening ceremony, they got plane flight, they got accommodations, and they got a daily stipend. Three days before the tournament started, with some of the fans already in Qatar, and they had to stay there for two weeks to get all of this, they received a they received a letter uh, that said, due to the recent developments in the media, we are keen to protect our visiting fans from the erroneous misinformed statements regarding fans receiving payment for the trip. Accordingly, the daily allowance will unfortunately no longer be issued. So <clears throat> after fans traveled and they signed an agreement to be there for two weeks, the organizer said, oh, yeah, you know that money that we were going to give you, which was $60 a day to cover your expenses? Yeah, you're not getting any of that money. So anyway, not idiots, uh, just follow up. So good good for them. They really stepped up to show that they're not paying fans. They, they took the high road here. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> it's going well. Going well. This World Cup's going well. All right. What In... else? In... Qatar, there is no beer. That's why we drink it here. Oh, <clears throat> I, I don't know that you can sing that. Anyway, uh, no, you can't. Is... Actually, you can't sing or <laughs> yeah. dance to it over no. there. Yeah, no. And I've also been told that there's not supposed to be any singing on this podcast, and I have now sung twice during this podcast. Thanks, Eli. <clears throat> You're welcome. Uh, you thought Enron was bad. Yes. The guy that has been assigned to manage FTX, this is also under follow-up, the cryptocurrency exchange that has imploded. Yes. The guy that has been tasked to manage it was also the guy that was tasked to manage the Enron debacle. <laughs> he said in the media this week that this is the worst run company he has ever seen. And this is the guy who dealt with Enron. So he's qualified. He is absolutely qualified. Yes. So, so I just wanted to follow up on that. But by the way, real quick, again, follow up with all of our crypto stuff. <clears throat> I have seen other, cause you know, FTX, they had their own money and they had their customers' money, and then they started paying their debts with customers' money, which you're not supposed to do, et cetera. 
But after that all came out, other crypto exchanges have said, don't worry, your deposits are safe with us, including the one of the largest ones out there. And all of the investors said, okay, cool. Can you just put a ledger of all of your of our deposits to prove that you still have our deposits? And that's the whole thing about crypto, right? It's a public ledger. Everybody can see everything. So there can be no fraud. Yeah. So just publish your ledger cryptographically safe. And we can all see our money. <clears throat> they came out and said, due to security concerns, uh, we are not able to do that at this time. We will not be showing you our reserves. But trust us, be, be assured, your money is safe. That makes me feel good. Going, going well, going well with crypto. All right. <laughs> so maybe that guy can have another client here. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe want to keep Thursdays open. Busy. <laughs> There's another company coming. Busy, busy, busy. Uh, which football team do you want to buy? What does this mean? So was it last week or two weeks ago? We talked about Liverpool's for sale. So we yeah. could, we could, if we scrape together some money, we could buy Liverpool. Yeah, we got 88 more cents this week. Does that yeah. help? I mean, it's better than not having 88 more cents. The, uh, the other. Late this afternoon, as we record after the New York Stock Exchange closed, uh, word leaked out that the Glaziers, who own the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and have owned the have owned Manchester United for the last fourteen or fifteen years, and who are hated with a passion of the people hate them in in England hate them anyway. Uh, they announced they're putting uh, Manchester United up for sale as well. So if we get the money together, we can decide whether or not we want to buy Man United or Liverpool. Or if we get enough money, we could probably buy both. So just we, we're going to have to decide which one we want to buy. Well, I, I think Man United's value just went down. Didn't they just release somebody today? Uh, they mutually parted ways with Cristiano Ronaldo, which actually probably made their value go up. Oh. <laughs> Addition by subtraction. Fantastic. Yeah. 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 That's anyway, that's ugly. Yeah. <laughs> and and lastly, we talked during feedback about the award that we got from yes. the Taylor Center for Technical Policy. Tech yes. So I took the certificate suitable for framing yes. that we were sent and I posted it on the Talking to Todd webpage. Hey, we got an award. My aunt. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> One of the guys that I golf with. Excellent. <laughs> so does this mean does this mean I have to put this on LinkedIn now? <laughs> I am humbled <laughs> to announce. <clears throat> Ward Lentz, is that because of the EV podcast? No, Ward, it's not. <laughs> Could be. You know what? Sure. I said, you know, I recognize that there was technology involved there, but this is probably an overall body of work kind of an award. I don't know that it was specifically. But you know what? It's really important that if anybody asks that question, we go with the EV answer because we don't really want to explain the actual discussion of WAP that led to the <laughs> educational podcast of the year award. So let's just 
if need be. Thanks, Ward. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, Ward. Excellent. <laughs> I think there may be a toddy headed in his direction. <laughs> oh, speaking you know, of. You know, we're all laughing at this. And like 10 years from now, Jesse's going to have like an actual policy institute. <laughs> It's going to be handing out actual awards to like real people. And this is going to be one of those things where we, we look at it and 2022 isn't listed. The The first year of awards is 2023. We were first, damn it. And he's going to want our and, rightful place. And, and it's going to be like, yeah, it was funny the first year, but now I'm like, I got Ira Glass from NPR coming in for this. So I kind of need you guys to go away. Hey, if he needs somebody to organize a conference or a trade show, I'm there for him. A <laughs> little bit of experience in that area. Uh, speaking of the Taylor Center for Technology Policy, did do we have anything for Todd's Tech Corner, the segment that they sponsor? Nope. <laughs> you got to well, really work on this. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks for the sponsorship anyway, Jesse. We appreciate you. Although although based on some of our other conversations, this is a Cristiano Ronaldo kind of situation. <laughs> Addition by subtraction. <laughs> I, that probably means that it's time for... Uh... No, not this time. That's right. That sound means it's time for America's favorite game. Dwayne, guess a number. Must be an odd week because we're doing it. Okay, hit me. All right. This comes to us from the Wall Street Journal. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. I don't have a subscription. Yeah, I, no, I know no. I didn't read this <laughs> article yeah. because I don't have a subscription to that either, Lisa. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. This isn't on my Rupert Murdoch fund list anyway <clears throat> dateline orlando florida hello there we go <laughs> <laughs> it's involuntary i can't stop yep. sorry all right <laughs> Dwayne. this this happens this happens to uh this this is revolving around uh walt disney world and their rides and the amount of downtime that their rides have the overall article was prices are going up and the length of time to sit to uh, stand in line for rides is also going up. And part of the problem is the rides are breaking down more often at Walt Disney World was the was the gist of this this article. <clears throat> According to data compiled by Thrill Data and Touring Plans, two services that help visitors plan trips to theme parks, they look at data and figure out what the average downtime where the ride is open supposed to be open but is not is closed for some reason they look at the average time of all of these rides at all the orlando theme parks the number one ride according to these people and by the way i'm going to say this disney says that this data is not accurate however they will not supply their own data to prove it wrong so <laughs> eh, that's not right well cool do you have your data yeah, you're not going to see it. Just take our word for it. <clears throat> we'll show you our data when the crypto people show you their <laughs> spreadsheets. Yeah, yeah. It's it's in the mail. The number one ride 
in Dis- at Walt Disney World for downtime is Star Wars Rise of the Resistance. According to the data compiled by these two companies, Dwayne, how many minutes per day is Star Wars Rise of the Resistance down? 75 minutes a day. Oh. Are you disappointed because I'm right? Nope. Oh. (laughs) Damn. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you this. You're under, and I'm gonna make you I'm gonna let you take another run at it. (laughs) Oh sugar. (laughs) If I double my guess, not quite. Okay, so not quite double. Uh, 130 minutes a day. The actual average, 118 minutes a day. Just under two hours. (laughs) Just under two hours every day. That's the average of how much time that ride is down and visitors can't get on that. Well, hopefully now that the real Bob is back in charge. By the way, not for nothing. Also, the average wait time to get on Star Wars Rise of the Resistance in the last year has gone from 58 minutes to, let's say, 84. (laughs) It's an hour and a half of my life I'm not getting back. How long does the ride last? Two and a half minutes? Oh, actually, the entire ride lasts 20 minutes. So, Oh, really? Oh, okay. So 85 minutes for a 20 minute ride. If it's running. If it's, if it's running. Right. And, and, and if you get stuck on it, you got to go back to the end of the 84 minute line. Thank you. No. Yeah. Uh, Star Wars rise of the resistance at at Disneyland, Disneyland had 540 unplanned stoppages this year through mid September. More than one a day. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> anyway there you go there's what that's what happens when we come up with numbers that don't have anything to do with sports uh, we're still somewhere in the neighborhood speaking of numbers that don't have anything to do with sports do we have anything for this week in farve uh, no excellent oh, yeah that's my favorite segment of the week so far and by the way i'm just going to say for everybody for everybody else who goes, wasn't there a story about Favre on the main rundown yesterday of ESPN about how he tried to get the the state of Mississippi to invest even more welfare funds into the shady company that was supposedly was getting a nasal spray to fix concussions? Yes, yes, that story did appear, but I don't want to I don't want to cover this stuff anymore, so I'm not bringing it here this week. <laughs> great, great, great. <laughs> yeah see otherwise that would have wasted thank, us some time what else we got <laughs> thank, thank you let's since that doesn't also since that also <laughs> does not count as idiot of the week let's move on to the scott frost memorial idiot of the week award i brought my standard three what do you got <sighs> okay this <laughs> you only I brought can't... one okay yeah and I can't believe, do you remember all the way back in September, like six weeks ago, we talked about a goalie in 
one of the lower leagues in English football that got red carded because in the middle of the game, he he answered nature's call and relieved himself behind a hedge. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. He was hedging his bet. Yes. I remember this. <laughs> yes. yes. Okay. I don't know what the hell. I, I don't know what the hell is going on in English football because this is the second story in six weeks that involve a goalkeeper and urination. <laughs> So in a FA trophy competition, a Warrington goalkeeper was shown a red card in the 76th minute. Wait, sorry. (laughs) Seriously, I'm getting my, I'm getting my goalkeeper urine stories screwed up. (laughs) It's getting annoying now. Okay. Story number one. Or story number two. Nope. Neither of these stories are number two. They're all about number number one. one. Yeah. Tony Thompson, a goalkeeper for Warrington Town in England, was sent off against, Lisa's going to correct me, Goozily? I don't know. Anyway, here's what happened. (laughs) Going to follow up there. Yeah. After halftime, at some point after halftime, The goalkeeper, while the ball was at the other end of the field, picked up his water bottle, sprayed some water into his mouth, and realized that somebody, the away fans behind him, had peed into his water bottle. He was not impressed. I bet. So he he took his bottle and pointed it at the fan, who he believed did it, squirted it on him. The referee saw it and gave him a red card and kicked him out of the game. Better to be pissed off than pissed on. (laughs) So the, the visiting team whose supporter did this. Yeah. They've apologized. You didn't even say allegedly. He actually did it. Okay. Well, They the police have the video of a fan basically going down to the pitch and taking the goalkeeper's water bottle and replacing it with something a different water bottle that he had in his possession. Okay. Yes. So he did definitely did something. He there was a tampering of the water bottle with with something. Okay. The manager was the manager from Warrington was a little upset. The referee has to see common sense. I can't understand it from our point of view. The welfare of our players is paramount. And what Tony was subject to is disgraceful. Whoever did this should hang their head in shame and never be allowed in football game again. So the away team have condemned this disgraceful action. And if, if they can figure out who did it, they will be subject to a lifetime ban from the, from the club. However, while the video shows the action, the video doesn't show who. So anyway, the unnamed bottle swapper is the idiot of the week. And I'm now thinking that the referee association is going to have to send out one of those memos after this has happened now twice. (laughs) There's, there's going to be a whole urine protocol (laughs) guys, guys, listen, guys, we got to tighten, we got to tighten this up. It's going to be an area of emphasis. <laughs> I do not want to see the tape that they send out 
for, for the refs on that one. It's going to be a whole training. It's, it's going to be an off season. It's a whole new module. Oh, sweet Lord. Yeah. So there you go. And, and, and I mean this, I don't want to have another idiot goalkeeper and urine story again. I'm done. I'm done. I don't, if it occurs, we will cover it here. I'm telling you, but I don't want to. <laughs> reluctantly reluctantly yeah. covered it <sighs> yes all right please say that you've got something better than i've got uh, i have story number one maps okay story number two hi bob and story number three woof <clears throat> you put an exclamation point behind maps so it's maps yes that's drawn my attention i'm gonna i'm gonna go with the exclamation point Okay, uh, so this is a, a video daily double. So this ad got served up to me on Facebook, which is okay. actually kind of a cool idea. It's from Gimme Golf Maps, and they take your favorite golf course and they give you kind of an abstract layout suitable for framing. Much like our but award, not, but but not suitable for copyright infringement. <laughs> yes, because this is also kind of follow up because, you know, somebody has taken a map and then uh, what does what does the description say there, Todd? Uh, let's see. Take your favorite course home with our digitally hand mapped <laughs> golf course prints. <laughs> Digitally hand map. That was where I got stuck to. And that is why, that's why hey, this is an idiot of the week. Hey, Clippy. <laughs> what does that mean? Yep. Digitally hand mapped. <laughs> okay. I'm at a total loss. Because <laughs> last week, this story was titled Digital Prince. Yes. And I didn't jump on it. You did not. It's all about the marketing. Yeah, I did not put an exclamation mark on it last week. <gasps> this week. I would like to offer an amendment to the motion on the floor. Yes. Which is we change it to talking to Todd exclamation point. <laughs> we will wait for a second. We'll see if our chief marketing officer wants to weigh in on that. How, how is, speaking of the chief marketing officer, how's her recovery going? Um, She's doing well. She's, she's up and moving around getting, getting better every day from the, uh, from the hip surgery. So yep. Going well. <laughs> she, uh, today she was like, man, I've kind of had a lazy day. And I'm like, it's not lazy. It's recovery. It's important. <laughs> which is why you have a doctor's note that says you can have a recovery for a few weeks. She's like, Oh yeah, that's great. Yeah. Uh, hopefully she'll listen so that she knows we're thinking about her and, and glad she's doing well. What are you, uh, I think you're watching the same stuff I'm watching. What are you watching? Let's see. So we finished watching season one of mythic quest <clears throat> And then uh, we started, we're going to watch season two. And Lisa's like, we don't need to watch this. I watched that one with you. So then we, we watched 
the last episode of season two to prepare us for season three. And we've now watched all of the season three episodes that have been released in mythic quest. Wow. Yeah. I mean, it, it's two or three, I think. Okay. Cause they're weekly. Like there's two dropped and then there's weekly or whatever, man. It's a good show. I just, it's a good show. And then Sunday night we watched on Disney plus, uh, we watched the live stream of El- Elton John's last for now concert in the United States <laughs> live from Dodger stadium. Yeah, it was, it was, it was a good show during this because Lisa and I, Lisa and I have seen this tour. He made a comment like this is the 271st concert in this farewell tour. <laughs> so I went back and looked because we saw, uh, we saw him on this tour and it was, uh, like September 19th, 2019. <laughs> That's when we saw, we saw this. It was, it was a little interrupted by the, by, by the COVID. So anyway, um, I believe that's now available. That's, I think it's now available for watching, uh, after I think so anyway, that was good. We too tuned in to watch that. Neither of us made it all the way through the concert, but, uh, I can tell you, we also saw this tour live, uh, post pandemic. We bought our tickets pre pandemic saw it post pandemic <laughs> and it was the exact same show that I've seen and went, okay, yeah, this is okay, whatever. And then uh, I don't know. I think I fell asleep. What was the, there was a song that he played that until I was at the concert, I had never heard before. And then the second time that I heard it was Sunday night. Would would you like me to go get the answer right now? <laughs> I don't know. It was something kind of some kind of jail thing. I don't know. Hold, have mercy on the criminal. Mm. Yes. Had never heard it before, in my estimation. That is a fantastic time for a bathroom break song that you're always looking for in a concert. Okay. So I will say this while that was playing, cause I don't, I don't think he played it six years ago and whenever we heard it last anyway, Lisa, of course, who owned everything and been to seen him in concert close to 60 times. Yes. That is not a song that gets played in concerts a lot, but she's like, well, wow. I mean, this was, you know, fairly early on, I, I will say listening to it, uh, my thought, I actually said this, I'm like, huh, this is actually, th- this is really good. I mean, it's one of those songs. So back when it came out, when, when, when money for nothing was on MTV all the time, you know, uh, dire straits also had sultans of swing. And at the time I did not like sultans of swing. And I thought, what, the, what is this crap? Now I go back and I listen to Sultans of Swing and I go, man, this is, this is a really good song. It's good stuff. Like, yeah, it's, there's a lot going on in here. When Elton was playing the song, I was listening to it and I'm like, okay, I don't really know this one. And then I started listening. I'm like, oh, wow. There's a lot going on in this. This is like a really good song. Now, if this is the time to go leave so that you don't miss, you know, the hits. Sure. But. Anyway, what else are you watching besides watching half of an Elton concert? 
I watched, uh, well, we, st- we went back as we forecasted, we went back and started watching season one of Mythic Quest, <laughs> Raven's Banquet. <laughs> Mythic Quest, colon, Raven's Banquet. Yes. Just dinner party. <laughs> oh, my God. It's 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 so 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 funny. TTP, you gotta watch out on the TTP. <laughs> watch out, pooty shoe, pooty 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 shoe. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so there's that, and you know what? I'm gonna hold that. I'm gonna hold that to what I learned this week for the okay. last thing. So uh, that's that's what I got. Okay. Oh, hell, that's where we are at this point. You know what? Why don't I just roll into what I learned this week? Yeah, there we go. This week I learned that God Forbid is a documentary. And Blonde, as we have covered, is not. Blonde <laughs> is not a documentary. But Jake gave us that homework that we were supposed to watch God Forbid and come back and discuss it. Uh, I've only made it halfway through the movie. It's not a series. It's a movie. So I learned that. And... Uh, it's a documentary, and I'm only about halfway done. <laughs> but I learned that. So, and here's there. what here's what you're thinking. <clears throat> I wish most of the stuff in Blonde was true, and I wish most of this true stuff in the Jerry Falwell story was actually false. Yes, yes. <laughs> Oh, no. Yeah, that's absolutely accurate. How about you? Did you learn anything good? Okay, so there's there's a new monarch in England, uh, right? The King King Charles, and they have to switch over everything, right? Like, everything has to be switched now. The money, right? The national anthem has been changed. And if you notice, there is, there's this... The, the royal, what I would call the royal logo, which goes on everything, especially like the post boxes. So there was, uh, when you were there, you may have seen a lot of things where there's a capital E and a capital R with a, with a two Roman numeral in between, which stood for Elizabeth II reigns. And that, that logo was everywhere. Yeah. So they came out with a new one for king charles and i learned a couple of things number one that is called the royal cipher turns out it's not the royal logo <laughs> who knew um so here is the new royal cipher for king charles the third okay so there's a crown up top yep and then a C for Charles and an R for reigns reigns. And then a yep. three and Roman numeral three in the middle because he is the third King he's, Charles. Yes. He's Charles the third. Yes. But I look at this and I go, that looks really familiar. Yeah. It looks like crown Royal. <laughs> well, I didn't go there. That's what it looks like to me. Instead, I, it was bugging me for a bit. I'm like, I've seen that someplace else. I've seen this. Where have I seen this? 
Oh, sweet Lord. You're right. That's, that's right. The, that's the Colorado Rockies logo. It's the Colorado Rockies logo. I've seen it on baseball hats. <laughs> like, what does the Royal Crown Cola look like? <laughs> but no, that's much closer. <laughs> Here's the pitch. <laughs> so congratulations to King Charles III. Apparently the new shortstop. <laughs> For the Colorado Rockies. Did he replace Spike Owen? <laughs> he's he's number three in the Charleses, but number one in your hearts. Let's give him a round of applause. The music is Happy Boy by Kevin McLeod. You can subscribe to our award-winning podcast wherever you get your pods. Just search Talkin' and the number two. There's no G, there's no space, and currently there's no exclamation mark. You can tweet us on Facebook as long as Twitter still lives. You can check out our award-winning merch on Zazzle. You can leave us a voicemail at 515-ALSO-CPA. You can stop by and see us at the Tube City Home Office. Please don't do that. And you can always check out our Naperville drains if you happen to be in the greater Chicago area. Thanks to our listeners. You know who you are. And our sponsors, who are apparently not our listeners. Toddler3187. The Oh, crap. I didn't update this. It still says Taylor Farms Family Foundation. Uh, it doesn't even say the other Taylor Farms Family Foundation because it should say that Taylor... Center for Technology Progress. Policy. <laughs> oh, God. Screwed that up two weeks in a row. Yeah, at some point I'll get it right. <laughs> and DJ to go Cedar Valley, your five-star DJ in the Cedar Valley. As always, you can send us your feedback to feedback at talkingtotodd.com. Todd? Speaking of the linkage between, between King Charles and the Colorado Rockies, I'm going to guess that you guys are not going to be invited to the coronation because the last thing they want to hear as he gets up there is Amy going, man, he looks a lot taller on TV. (laughs) How did we get front row seats to the coronation? (laughs) Amy's got a vendor friend at work and it just showed up. But no, we're definitely not going to be getting those seats. I'm pretty sure that that story is going to get around. Oh my God. Nice work. So we'll be back next week. We're here. We're talking to Todd. I did find the RC Cola one. I would have loved it if they would have based it off of this. It's like it was done with paint shop on a Commodore. That's the one I found too. That was awesome. (laughs) (laughs) All they have to do is, you know, change the established date, move that back a couple of hundred years and call it good.